Welcome back to People Analytics. I'm your host, Lindsay Patton. Today I have with me Delamu Sherpa, who is the HR Director at iRay's Girls and Boys Corporation. Welcome, Delamu. Hi, Lindsay. Welcome. Thank you so much for having today, having me today. I'm so happy you're here because um, we are going to talk about your unique way uh, you got into HR, as well as your passion for connecting and uh, mentoring interns. But before we do that, can you tell us who you are, what you do, and why you do it? Thank you, definitely. So thank you again. My name is Dala Musherpa. I'm currently the HR director at iRace Girls and Boys. We are a nonprofit organization located in New York City. And for me, I have been in the human resource field for about two and a half years, two and a half years, and I am loving it so far. I so awesome. I just the main part that I love about is meeting new people and also interviewing them, getting to know them, and bringing more talents uh, to the organization. So I I love how your HR journey started, and it started at a mall in New Jersey. So can we talk a little bit about that? Yes, definitely. So I used to work as an ice rink uh, team lead at an ice skating rink in a mall named American Dream Mall in New Jersey. Uh, for some reason, for some reason, I was I said, I am curious about human resource. Let me just try to get into it. So I was searching human resource internship and lo and behold, the mall that I was working at was providing the HR internship. Uh, I said, you know what, I let me show my interest. So through connection, I did get an interview with their HR manager. Uh, and the only thing was they required one year of experience and like a deep experience in the HR field. So during the interview process, I already started feeling nervous. And I was like, you know what, I think I'm not going to get it. And I didn't get it. However, I didn't give up. I was like, you know what, even if I don't get an internship, let me try to look for volunteer positions, anything like that, even if it might be an unpaid internship. So uh, that's how I found uh, my current, uh, the organization that I work at, iRace was providing HR internship. Although it was unpaid, I said, you know what, I I, I need this experience. I I don't have this experience, so I need this experience. Even if it's unpaid, I'll do my best. I'll try to learn everything that I can. Um, And yeah, so I started doing the internship. My supervisors, they were really nice and and, and understanding. They brought a great point of how, because I have a transferable skill set from my past work experiences, it can be applied to this human resource role. Uh, so the the supervisor made me really feel really com- comfortable and confident. And then six months later, uh, the supervisor ended up leaving and they had a role open. And I said, I, I would like to apply for it. So I put my foot out and I said, I'm really interested in growing my uh, growing myself within this organization. And there was another uh, director pres- person who said, you know what? I have seen Dalamo go above and beyond while as an HR intern. I'm confident that she will do a really good job as an employee at the organization. So because of that referral 
and my huge um, interest in working with the organization. I yeah, so I I started working as an HR director. I didn't receive much trainings. However, that was totally fine. It's for me it was more of you know what I'll I'll learn as I go, and I ended up going to online webinars, trainings, uh, to join the Sherm membership because I said you know what I need to. I know for a fact that I don't know much at the moment, so I want to ensure that I don't have to rely so much on other people. I want to make sure I'm reliable to others as well. And if I do really need help, I'll I'll ask. But at the same time, I said, let me just, you know, I learn by myself as well. So I ended up doing um, joining workshops, trainings, uh, got the HR generalist certificate. Uh, Columbia University has this online HR program for recruiting and talent acquisition. So I ended up getting the certificate for that as well. And it's, has been amazing. Uh, I I love it. I love it. Um, I love what I have learned so far. And then I'm currently also doing master's in management because I said, you know what, I also, because this is, it's, it's a director position, but also I work with interns and I want to make sure I'm a, a good, a good role model to them, a good leader, a good mentor or a supervisor. So I also decided to pursue Masters of Management in Fordham Gavili School of Business currently. So, yes. Thank you. Congrats for all your success and for for sharing your road to the HR realm with me. Uh, one thing I, I noticed is after, you know, your first attempt, you didn't give up. So what what really pushed you to continue to search and look for opportunities? Um, just telling myself I am new to the field the acknowledgement the acknowledgement that hey I cannot wait for others to teach me everything so it's about acknowledging that I'm new to the field and it's okay that I'm new to the field I still have chance to a, a chance opportunities to learn and sometimes we cannot wait for things to come to us but rather we have to go out so doing the researching, Googling, everything is, the resources are right there. So I just acknowledgement that I I need to grow. Yes. Yeah. And so far in our conversation, I love how you've been able to use resources to really grow your knowledge and, um, you know, grow in your, your career as well. So how do you, you know, for, for people who struggle with finding resources, how do you uh, find ones that are valuable to you in your career? So me, for example, I want to grow in the human resource field. If someone would like to grow in the, for example, like an accounting or nonprofit leadership, fundraising for the resources, just type that title, <laughs> the field that you want to get into, accounting, free webinars, uh, free trainings, and usually they sh- they pop up on Google, they will pop up, and same thing happened to me, and sometimes you might have to pay, but that pay, it will be worth it. <laughs> sometimes the answer is a lot more simple than you think. <laughs> yeah, some. Sometimes the answers are definitely a lot more simple. 
So another thing I love about your story is that you had a person advocate for you and that helped a lot. And so now you are in a position where you are working with interns and you can advocate for um, someone else. So let's talk a little bit about that support in the workplace and how someone supported you and in turn um, made it possible for you to support other people. Definitely, definitely. So yes, um, the the one in the, that one individual made a huge impact in this this I suppose the my my <laughs> my interest and my growth in the HR field and right now as a, as an HR director in this nonprofit organization I also have the um, the room to be able to have interns so I have. Um, students from different universities or colleges. I have three at the moment uh, who intern with me for either three months or six months, depending on the program that they're doing or depending on the, just, I want to make sure, I usually like to ask them, what's your preferred timeline, right? What's your preferred timeline? What is your availability like? So that they have that nice flexibility going on. And um As their supervisor, I like to make sure that they're learning about the human resource field. So it's like a shadowing. I like to give them shadowing opportunities and like just allowing them to ask me questions. And I also like to just do either one-on-one training or group training. And it just becomes like a teamwork effort of learning together uh, and it just has been so rewarding. First, rewarding to work with them. And second, rewarding knowing that they're growing through this internship experience. And when they end their internship, they'll be confident in themselves when they're applying for whether it's an entry-level HR position or, you know, like recruiter, anything like that. Um, They have all the necessary tools tools and knowledge and skill sets to set them up for success. And I also like to be for them. I also like to be there for them. So I also like to let them know, hey, if you ever need letter of recommendations or references or anything like that, I am here for you. And that's even though this uh, internship might be, you know, like unpaid there, I, I want to make sure you reap the benefits. Yeah. And um, as an intern mom (laughs) myself, I one thing that I um, that was really important to me was recognize that it was a you help me, I help you relationship, because I think where, um, you know, a lot of internships or um, internship supervisors don't completely understand is that the intern work is helping so much. Like when I work with interns, my job is easier because they're able to take on some stuff off my plate. Um, And so that way, you know, like you said, write letters of recommendation or, um, you know, uh, put in a good word or share a job posting with them. True. That's, that's, that's very true. And yeah, just as as you said, my interns have been so helpful and so creative, and they gen- genuinely go above and beyond. And I'm just like, it's so heartwarming, and I want to. 
And for me, I want to make sure that uh, everyone has like their own shift. Let's just call it shift, right? Internship going on or a schedule going on. And I also like to tell them, hey, once your schedule ends, if you receive like any email or anything like that, feel free to check it during your internship schedule. Because I, I told them like, when you start working, right? I want to make sure that you value your work-life balance. Your the set that boundary, like start setting that boundary so that you like you know just like connected with time management, schedule management, and also just good for your mental health as well. Absolutely. So one thing I, I noticed when I started out as an intern supervisor. Um, I was really young and about a year out of college. So I had that college student mentality still. And you mentioned that you are currently getting your master's. So, you know, you're going through classes, you're going through homework. Um, do you have you found that having that experience has helped given you a little bit more insight to the interns that you work with? I will say yes. Yes, because as a yes, as a college student, I think it's important for us to be able to put our let me know if I say I'm saying it correctly, put our foot in others' shoes and oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and be able to see from their perspective and also yes, it's it's like that perspective part, but I would say being a college student myself has definitely helped me be like connect with my interns more and I believe even if I might not have been a college student at the moment I will still um, work on understanding their perspective and just, just work together. Yeah so um, you know what kind of hands-on experience do you like to give them because um, I know a lot of internships are thought of as like oh, you just get coffee, but I know that you really, really care about that hands-on experience. So share a little bit about that kind of work. Definitely, definitely. So I we love to do interviews. So we interview together and we also do role play so that they, they, they gradually feel comfortable about interviewing, like in, interviewing candidates and also then... I allow them the room to interview by themselves. Uh, uh, so yes, I do trainings uh, on interviewing, outreaching, how to draft email templates, uh, how do you do onboarding. So once someone is selected for a role, how do you do reference checking, background checking? Uh, once someone's like done with that, how do you create a welcome packet? Like what things to consider so and so forth once that is done like how do you like you know just make the the new candidate feel welcome to the team how do you do exit survey how do you do offboarding process so it's like a whole i like to teach them about the full recruitment the life life cycle um, and also just how can you use like tools like AI to draft job descriptions. So, you know, it's, it doesn't always have to be like Google searching and being strict about like, oh no, I cannot use AI at all, but, you know, rather 
having them um, just feel free to use AI to be able to draft the, the descriptions, making job postings, anything like that. But it's just like that whole um, HR, but like the administrative part that I like to train them about. And then I also, um, we also do newsletters together, designing newsletters using Canva um, and doing layouts or sending out like mass newsletters or mass email through the emails. Um, so yes, those are uh, in a brief summary what I train them about. And then on the side, whenever there's like HR projects going on, I usually first like to ask them, hey, there's a project going on. Are, would, would you be interested? Let me know if you're interested and we can work together. So yeah. I like that. One of the, that's one of the ways I found success as well is get to know, um, you know, the interns I'm working with and try to match them with opportunities that, you know, I think they'd like or give them a little autonomy in choosing, you know, what areas they'd like to focus on a little bit. So I love that, you know, you, you think of them when projects are going on. So you mentioned uh, the newsletter. So let's talk a little bit about that, because I know that's one way that you really focus on engaging employees. So tell me about your newsletter. Thank you so much. So newsletters, we started launching it this year. Let's call it launching, right? We started launching it. It's been six months now. Uh, The newsletter has been really helpful with not only like keeping the employees, but also like the volunteers, contractors, and interns um, informed about what is going on with the organization. What are the events that's happening? What is the policy change that might be happening, right? So just making sure that everything is up to date, that we are being transparent about what is happening with the organization. Um, If there's any hands-on opportunities that might be happening, making sure we share that. So if our internal team members are interested, they can always let the, the HR team know and then just like, you know, uh, working together. So newsletter has been also a great way for me and my team members to show our creativeness when designing it using the Canva. And it also allows us to What's the word? Uh, there's, it's yeah, it's just, there's the teamwork going on. It, it makes our bond stronger because we're working as a team and we're also, you know, um, giving that room to give each other feedback of like, hey, should we do this? What should we do that? Oh yeah, that looks good. That doesn't look good. Okay, yes. And voila, we have the newsletter and we send it out. So yes, news, uh, it, newsletter is definitely a good way to give get that engagement going yeah so it's been about six months and you've seen you know how it's strengthened your team in the creation process how has uh response been from the rest of the staff the staff uh we in the in the newsletter we have like left this spot that says oh give us a feedback right give us a feedback think about the newsletter uh, by just emailing the HR team. So we have had um, a couple of staff let us know, oh, the, the, the newsletter is very engaging. Oh, thank you so much. This is like so informative. So those 
even if it is like, you know, like not all staff have to respond, not all team members have to respond, but just those comments have been so valuable and just letting us know, hey, we're doing a good job and in creating that engagement with um, our team members within the organization. Um, and we also, you know, like if, when we send out the newsletter, maybe two weeks before we do send in another email out saying, hey, for our section of something of the month, do you have anything that you want to recommend? Maybe like a favorite food, your uh, pet maybe that you want to share with the iRace team, maybe favorite location that you like to travel. Do you have, would you like to share anything that we can put in the newsletter? So that also helps with the engagement part where, you know, like the the team members feel more belonged belong yeah yeah, that's so awesome so you know i have noticed themes throughout uh this show hosting it with many guests and one of those big themes is um the the uh the phrase i want to get rid of the stigma and i know that is a real big passion point for you as someone who wants to put the human back into human resources. So can you uh, talk a little bit about your strategy there? Definitely, definitely. Yes, there there is a stigma connected to it where it's like when you hear human resource or even when you're like on social media platform and they're talking about HR, they're like, yeah, all they do is like hire and fire and they're, they don't care about the employees. And... I, I do believe that there's a shift going on right now in the HR community where it's like we're HR, but we are people focused. We're, we're caring about our stakeholders, um, their well-being and ensuring also, yeah, so ensuring their well-being, but also right being right in the middle where we're caring for the company, but we're also caring for the employees rather than just the company itself only because at the end of the day at the end of the day we have to remember that our stakeholders are the one on the front front row or um, front line uh giving out the even for our organization doing the services uh doing the programs being hands-on with the communities that we're serving students and everything like that. So we have to make sure that they feel supported, they feel respected, they feel valued. Um, So for our organization, for me, one of the, one of the things that I have been working on and that I am promoting is, which I think already happens everywhere, but transparency, transparency what is happening with the organization, what are we planning to do, making sure that we keep our employees informed and just for for them to not only feel, but them to know that we care about you. And the newsletter helps, helps with that part a bit. And also, you know, like when when employees have any concerns going on, being available for them. So whether it's like email communication, phone communication, making sure that I let them know, hey, I'm here for you. Um, I might not be available outside of my shift. However, I'm here for you. And I 
I work on making sure that their troubles are resolved at least, you know, like within a good time frame. So just being there for them has been a good strategy. Yeah. And I know that education on, you know, both the leader side and the employee side has been really important to you. And I feel like the newsletter is a great way to do that. And your, you know, your belief in transparency is another example of doing that. So tell me a little bit more about the importance of education. Ooh, um, importance of education. In this day and age, we have to make sure that when we're in a leadership position, it's not just, I don't know how to put it, but um, we have to make sure that when we say leaders, right, we are the leaders, mm-hmm. um, to be educated in a sense that we understand the current trends going on, mm-hmm. and the the internal, the just the, the field, let's say non for example, the nonprofit trends that are going on and being educated about like in this in this day and age, we have to care about the the stakeholders' value. We have to mm-hmm. care about um their opinions, their thoughts as well. And just as leaders, hmm. Lindsay, that was a good question. <laughs> I if I'm answering it correctly, but I'll say I being educated with our surrounding is very important. Yeah. So what I got from that is it's important to not be complacent when you are in a leadership position. Yes. That- it's just, you, you can't just expect everything to just mold around you and work yeah. on yourself, but rather you have to be flexible. You have to, again, you have to, you have to also be the one doing molding. Yeah. <laughs> molding and, and also understanding that when we are working with people, not everyone's not the same. Yeah. Everyone's the same. So we have to understand our people. How do they think? What is their personality? What is their work style? Rather than, oh, everyone, I'm the leader. <laughs> yeah. So what I say, everyone does the same thing. I say this, everyone is this. So, so yeah, being open-minded. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, So this has been just a great conversation. I really am so inspired by your determination to learn more and find resources and educate others and support others. Um, Your story about, you know, um, discovering your love for HR is so fun and, and cool. Um, But before we completely wrap up, do you have anything else that you would like to add or think that I missed? I first want to say thank you so much for having me um, in this podcast. I'm really thankful. And um, the thing that I want to end with is, please, everyone, please don't give up on HR. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a really great way to end. Yeah. So before we wrap up completely, um, do you, if people want to get in touch, what's the best way to do so? Yes, definitely. You can reach out to me at, uh, should I just type my email here? Wait, D A L A M U S H 
E R P A zero 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 at gmail.com. That's my best uh, contact to get. Yes. Perfect. Well, if you or uh, anyone you know is like Dalmu and wants to break the stigma of HR, reach out to me, Lindsay at staffgeek.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Staff Geek's People Analytics Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Patton, and I'm always looking to interview leaders who put people first. If you or someone you know lead with a people-first mindset, please email me at lindsay at staffgeek.com. That's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y at staffgeek.com. If you want to take things a step deeper and understand your organization's true culture DNA, I encourage you to take Staff Geek's free culture assessment. Just head to staffgeek.com and click the button that says free culture assessment. Thanks again for listening.